You're listening to Cinema Red Pill. I'm Sharon, your host. And I'm Timothy. Uh, so, our movie today is a special movie. I feel like even putting a drummer for it to announce. Okay, maybe you no, probably see it in the title. No but <laughs> there's no drums, yeah. but drummer. <laughs> today, we're going to talk about who killed Captain Alex. Ramon Film Productions presents the best of the best movies. heard about this or you've definitely seen something about this it would be a crime it felt like it would seriously be a crime if we're going to talk about ugandan films and we missed this one this is wouldn't be doing ugandan films justice at all if we missed it by far (laughs) yeah the the most most well-known ugandan film film that people (laughs) have known it really became a phenomenon so it would be a crime by far and uh, who killed captain alex was directed by isaac nabwana godfrey he's some he's sometimes called nabwana igg that's yeah. what his wikipedia says yeah. they called him the ugandan quentin tarantino yep worthy no? <laughs> Weird yeah they have they have the same he styles likes, he likes robert rodriguez more by the way yeah but they have in the, his interviews yeah. he talks about him a lot robert rodriguez because yeah. uh, of uh what's it called what's that movie called the one the mexican thing From machete oh machete i'm sure he's, I'm sure he's a big i'm sure he's a big that machete fan be one of his inspirations <laughs> because that film is yeah. all out yeah yeah machete desperado Robert Rodriguez for you. He's way out on <laughs> yeah. the whole. He's like Tarantino on thing. actual drugs. Uh-huh. No, no. <laughs> Tarantino is a lot with the blood and all. Yeah. He doesn't need someone put a knife in someone, but mm-hmm. Rodriguez goes hard on those, mm-hmm. on that action. Anyway, uh, uh, Nabwana is from Wakaliwood. Wakaliga. Wakaliga. Yeah, yeah Wakaliwood. Yeah, he's from, from Wakaliga. Yeah. I'm going to have trouble with pronouncing which some is, of these which things. Which is a ghetto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ghetto here in Kampala, yeah. where these guys have their base, mm-hmm. and w- that's where they make all their movies from. These guys actually have are quite prolific. They've made a lot of films. Some of them we haven't seen, but they've made quite many. Many, yeah. Yeah. So it was filmed in 2009. He released it in 2010. It's it's the first thing. It's secret weapon really that brought up all his popularity was its trailer. Yeah. Its trailer made rounds on all oh, social yeah. media. At that time. It was such an unconventional trailer. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. I, I remember I watched it over and over again with my friends because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I legit no. thought it was not real. No, no, but you know, you know how most trailers have that voice of God thing of like in a world. Right? <laughs> now this one just had some squeaky Luganda voice just yelling stuff and it was funny in its own way. Too. Yes, it really became an Intern- internet sensation really yeah. uh it was it's been viewed over two million times it must be the most over 2.5 so about 200 yeah 2. that's why six yeah over, over yeah. yeah over two I, have million to, I have to give this guy his props <laughs> i have to add those extra 600,000 no, views yes it must be the most popular <laughs> yeah because even something like a total gets about 200 000, yeah and this gets two million and it's the movie itself which yeah. is on youtube 600,000 600,000 views and that came respect, out more recently respect, compared to the 2010 respect, one yeah. so popular yes is the word for this popular. film it's 
really popular. There was a poll like for the most well-known films in each country. Yeah. Who killed Captain Alex was for Uganda. Still. So it's the only Ugandan film. It's an (laughs) international sensation. It's what international people know about Uganda in, in regards to film. Yeah. So um. Uh, let's see. It has two versions. There's the YouTube version, that one, and it has it actually it's actually the one that has the English subtitles. Yeah. And English subtitles. It has English subtitles yeah. and the guy is narrating in, it in English. English. Okay. And there's the Luganda version. Yeah. That's the, the film the, the, is in the Luganda. Film, the film itself and is, the narration is, is in, also Luganda. in Luganda. So exactly. let me first admit my fakeness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I was uh, watching the film, I first saw the Luganda one and I'm like, okay. I watched the 15 minutes of it. I'm like, ah, I'm not getting anything that's going on. I was sketching. My Luganda is sketchy. It's yeah. It's really wanting. And we can't all be gifted. I, yes. <laughs> Sorry for not being so bilingual. Yes. But I was lost. So I talked to you. I told you. <laughs> I think I need one in English. I told you to look for subtitles. <laughs> I looked for subtitles. Nothing. So I went and tried to cheat by watching the internet version with English. It was not better mm. it was really <laughs> translated to english what what did you tell me it's like watching it's like watching a telenovela like though you see telenovelas now mm. but they are dubbed over in english i know it makes it shitty shitty exactly and supposed to supposed to watch the movie in its original, original form. form that's what makes it i actually went yeah. through five minutes of that youtube version i'm like nah there were scenes I don't want to talk about now, but there were scenes I'm like, no. Uh, Just yes. in those five minutes, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm going to go to this yeah. Luganda one and watch <laughs> this stuff. Yeah. So I went back to the Luganda one, so I'm going to be yeah. reviewing it in, in, in regards to the, the Luganda, Luganda one. But I had to go back and check on the YouTube version to see the effect, because that's the one that's gotten, that's the one that everybody outside Uganda probably has yeah. watched, because they can't get the Luganda scenes. Yes. So... It's been so popular. It's been out in the media. CNN made an article been shown about it. In New York, watched in New York. There's no film that has gotten Europe as much media traction from Uganda as this one. Yes, it has made the rounds. And one of the biggest stories that's been going on is the American guy from New York yeah, called Alan, Alan Hoffmanis, Hoffmanis yeah. who moved from Uganda and has who he, moved from New he York. He gave up everything, everything he had and came to Uganda. To be with that Wakaliwood guys, I really think he's the one who has really put them all out on the internet. He's actually no, but the, the story was that he actually also he watched the trailer, his trailer on the Only internet the in trailer. New York, hey. and this guy's like, you know what? I'm going to Uganda to make movies with these guys. I can't believe it was just the trailer that just the trailer. That, that, that's super cool. And the story was he was having a shitty day, but this movie he said his girlfriend broke yeah, up with him. <laughs> yeah, this movie made his life better that day. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, it has also been at so many festivals. Which festivals? Yeah, I, I didn't. It, there's the Fantasia Fest. Yeah, yeah. It Fantasia mostly Fest. keeps going. There. And it's been going on like for many years. Even like just recently, I saw Devin Farachi. You know yeah. Devin Farachi yeah, of Devin birthday Ro- yeah. movies. Yeah. He w- he also just saw it recently at one of the festivals. What did he say about it? He quoted it because there's a scene where where the narrator goes movie 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 like you're in the middle you're you're in in the Luganda version he will say that yeah. but in the English part yeah. he says movie movie yeah. movie yeah. Uh, so he quoted it as that and it's yeah. like 
I've just watched um, Who Killed Captain Alex. So yeah. this is really worthy of a review yeah. of this song. It's definitely um, worth a review. Anyway, the premise of the film, of course, is finding out who killed Captain Alex. Yeah. But the one of the lead characters is a guy called Tiger Mafia. Do you remember him? Mm-hmm. Tiger Mafia is a big deal. Tiger Mafia wasn't was that his group? The the group the brother the brother of the guy of, exactly. of Captain Alex his Tiger. group was called Captain Mafia, I mean Tiger Mafia. Tiger, Tiger Mafia. Mafia my bad. Now, Tiger Mafia, his brother is 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 like Captain captured Mafia. in a shootout, yeah. and he plus this revenge attack on the army because yeah. it's the army that's involved yeah. in this whole shootout, and the army leader who is Captain Alex. While he's on his whole revenge plan, one of his people. Captain Alex is shot at in the raids. They raid those guys yeah. of, of Captain Alex. Yeah. And Captain Alex, that's when he's killed. And because of that, there comes the war between Captain Al- the army yeah. and Tiger Mafia's Tiger people. Mafia. That's what causes the whole conflict of yeah. who killed Captain Alex. Yeah. So proud to understand that yes. because it wasn't is, easy. It wasn't easy. It takes a lot of dead cells in I your brain could, I could not believe <laughs> I even understood what was going yeah. on <laughs> yes so mostly what we want to discuss is what got the whole appeal to this film what made it such a sensation why did people why did it get this much attention and really what drove that phenomenon yeah, yeah. Tim drive this home start yeah like personally I think okay this movie is a landmark Ugandan film. Mm. You know every industry has like that movie that kind of kickstarted everything. Mm. You know the US Hollywood is the birth of a nation which was a very racist movie but actually racist it actually shit. began it actually put the whole Hollywood system mm. on its path for world domination. Mm. You know in France say the French New Wave there's the 400 blows all those movies. Mm-hmm. Now I feel this movie mm. is actually the it's a landmark Ugandan film. Like nothing before it or after it so far has been able to get the kind of attention or buzz that this one has got. And I think this movie is very good because of a few reasons. And I won't go into like critiquing this movie and you know, dissing it like most people do on the internet. You know, no, this movie, this you know, this movie is this, it doesn't have this. Mm-hmm. But there are lots of things, say, upcoming filmmakers can learn from this mm-hmm. to actually get their movies out there. I just even get a fraction of the exposure that this movie has got. Mm. Yeah, so one of the things was, unlike most Ugandan films, this movie uses genres. <laughs> genres. There are many, no, there are very many. No, 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 the thing is, there are very many, like, say this festival, we reviewed this series recently, mm-hmm. and most of the films that you see are some sort of story, like, they, oh. they play out like they're on a stage, oh. you know? Yes. Like, it's on a stage, oh. like... I have my my father did this, <laughs> or you know, I'm a stepchild. Really you know, appreciated yeah? this. Yeah. This one actually has use of genres. There's martial arts in it. Mm. Martial arts is in it. Mm-hmm. There's the whole commando like flicking action movies, all out explosions yeah. and bullets. Yeah. So many genres, and I feel that that thing actually gave this movie an identity, mm-hmm. which is another thing. Identity. This movie is like. A, a Ugandan movie, like first leave is other movies that you see, and you're like, oh, because the Ugandan guys into or Ugandan guys making it, mm. it's a Ugandan movie. This movie is a story made by Ugandans, but uses conventions of like cinema. You know, a comedy comedy movie has its conventions, the jokes are there. Mm. Actual movie has its bullets, all that. This movie uses genres very well to give it an identity. 
that's why of all as you've said Ugandan movies it's the only one that's known it's the one which people can actually sit through and watch like they'll actually watch this movie because there are all these things that they can pick up on now this part there's betrayal this part there's this this part there's that another thing was the narrative was sketchy narrative narrative was all over the place which I'll talk about later but then there was the fight scenes especially the martial arts scenes I feel they were well choreographed at least by Ugandan standards yes I know yes, yes I know compared to like say a Jet Li movie this is nonsense but by Ugandan standards you can tell this guy is actually putting effort in getting these fight scenes right it reminded me of how I see some Ugandans doing that whole martial arts thing like in, in a random field because yeah. like people training it was the exact taekwondo yeah. yeah and this guy actually pull them off like even in the shooting you see this guy is actually jumping up and hitting this guy with two legs which you're like, man, this, how did this actually, but this is real stuff. So I feel the choreography, the use of genre. Another thing was stunt work. You could feel these guys when they made this movie. They were fully, no, like, yes, it's questionable. You can laugh here, yeah, they were doing weird stuff, but as far as the stunts themselves go, these guys were fully enveloped in this movie like <laughs> they went all out mm. they were in the forest swinging <laughs> off ropes <laughs> you know eh? like they didn't they didn't cut corners mm. they put in the only thing which made me which made like maybe the scenes look lousy was the visual effects which i'll talk about later oh, but because but the, no 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 it's just you know the the level of infrastructure they have right now to make believable bullet shots you know stuff like that eh? but then but the stance, the level, like the time they put in going to a forest, a guy is walking over a, on top of a bu- an unfinished building. You could see these guys put time into crafting these scenes using those stunts, which I respect. And Ugandan movies, mm. sure the action ones haven't done that. And there are very few action movies in Uganda in this kind of way. Everyone tries to make, you know, these smaller stories, you know, taking place in a home or a school, you know, stuff like that. But this one, actually went all out in the way it was trying to bring out this whole battle sequence the movie itself another good thing which i praise this movie for is how they're able to reach a large audience using an extremely low budget you know in uganda these days poor is trying they want to have millions they use 600k around there yeah this point, point you're gonna want to have millions before they even shoot one scene like in a restaurant you see eh? mm. which doesn't make sense these guys are able to do so much in so many locations with so many characters using their extremely low budget that film has so Main much plot, plot. <laughs> yes i understand that but the thing I is i can't no, believe I can't. how much yes, plot that film yes, had it not, shocked me and i feel this cause this guy was trying to incorporate all the genres you know i think because as you said the he, whole betrayal yes thing? betrayal there's martial arts as a whole training sequence where so this guy is training by the, the whole female thing going yes, on the girl who is trying to there's that there's all that mm-hmm. this movie actually another thing was ambition if only more ugandan filmmakers could be this ambitious I know there are some who probably are technically better than the guys of Hollywood, but if they had this much ambition, using their expertise, they would actually make something decent. I think this was more passion, though. It was a, it was a passion project, and even very much no, passion. very much passion, and even the thing is, they weren't striving for you know the excellence of a Hollywood movie. Well, but in watching watch Avengers, everything looks believable. Mm. These guys were more like, let's go out and tell a story with so much spectacle. That Paul won't help but see it, <laughs> which I greatly admired. Mm. I so admired that. Another thing was their use of the digital media. You know, a lot of times, like, you know, cinema, 
from the olden days it has been about going into this darkened room with a big screen you watch it but now the world is changing uh-huh. where by now there's netflix there's all that stuff mm. and i feel even before netflix became popular here in uganda it's not popular okay yet. okay okay, okay so netflix torrents all those downloads were by guys just download stuff immediately it comes out or after it has come out mm. these guys actually i'm sure they use their they use their the, the media platform so well they used YouTube, I'm sure. I don't know if they used Vimeo any of that stuff, but they used it they so did. well. Yeah. They used it so well to market this film. They even on Reddit. These guys, I, I feel as far as digital platforms go, these guys really maximized all its capabilities. And I feel that's the way most young filmmakers should go. Because, yeah, you obviously want to make your film enough to actually go for a premiere in a cinema and sit in a darkened room and watch your thing for two hours or less and leave and they give all their word of mouth reviews. But I feel this movie, by the time they used YouTube to reach as far as, say, New York, I feel there are a lot of possibilities there for upcoming filmmakers. True, you could make true, something true. and you could find a way to get reimbursed through these digital pl- platforms. Great. Yeah. How can we not talk about that narration? Which has yeah. to be which I one feel, of the biggest yes, appeals of this film. Yes. <laughs> which I feel, again, as I said earlier, creating something with identity. You know, like, even... This was even common in Japan, you know, in like the, the 1930s, 40s. Mm-hmm. They used to have narrators in the cinema. <laughs> first, first leave it being on a DVD. You know? uh, it, was in the it was actually like a style of films being made. These guys, these guys would make their silent films, mm-hmm. put them in the cinema. Then they would actually have a guy in every cinema who they Hoping trusted, the who would talk over the film and help give it that whole, you know, that action, like try and give it that hype, like there's this scene and like you're like, ah, well, about movie, about movie, those things. That is exactly so what I this feel film does. this movie, and that's why it's so, because it's actually, uh, this whole thing of narration, mm. it has been there for a while, it has been done in other countries, but it's not as popular in other countries as it is in Uganda, because in Uganda there's majority of the people who watch like movies, say, but from plazas or anything. Mm. the bootleg versions mm-hmm. people look even bibanda mm-hmm. which are like a staple of ugandan cinema mm. people watch movies which are narrated mm. in uganda so now them actually having a movie that they have made with all this action stuff it's in uganda yes the action can speak for itself even the dialogue can but they add this narration to make it even more ugandan so this thing appealed to so many first leave the people who are on internet youtube what the you know the middle class and above mm-hmm. even the people who are in saying the bottom class actually enjoyed this movie so for my feel it was a oh, very good use of aesthetic more than us it they used a very great aesthetic in adding the narration in the narration into it and i feel i feel like narration is actually something actually in big nowhere in ugandan filmmaking like it's a big part of it yes you want to make movies that are for festivals or win oscars that's there but again to appeal to point uganda again you have to you can't ignore what's already there and working people have to begin looking into that and find ways of exploiting it even find ways to make that aid story in a way I s- okay i hear yeah. what you say but yeah. i still think people should do what is yeah specific. no but this guy is in is from wakaliwood he yeah. did a wakaliwood yeah wakaliwood movie do what you know what again, speaks to you no, don't but again, again go and try to do wakali no, not from no but again there's a thing of again now as imitating you know like when you watch a french movie it's extremely different from like an american movie don't try to do a no. french movie or an american movie it's, it's the thing i'm saying that's why their movies are so like there's french cinema Mm. There's American, there's Hollywood, there's Swedish. Now, what Uganda in Africa, put just class, classify it as African cinema. 
there's that there's no identity for like a particular country you see that's the difference again i feel mm. which i feel this movie more than anything embodied something for Ugandan cinema mm. better than any of these movies you see on the festival circuit like say the only sun or this movie actually had this own aesthetic which makes it appeal cinematically to a particular group of people yeah it may not appeal to everyone because some people want the clear cut stuff mm. yeah you know tell the story where it's supposed to be told whether it's in english or uganda leave it at that but again these guys added that which again brought more appeal to it especially at the grassroots but Tim, so imagine you tried to make who killed captain alex it would be so forged it would be painful no. you would not know no i no i don't how to no, bring out no, such a story no nothing hasn't been explored yet Like you've only seen that movie, Who Killed Captain Alex? But I feel there are other ways. You know, the film can be used in so many ways. Like at first, when they made Citizen Kane, flashbacks were like, you know, they were a novelty. Hmm. Paul, like, why do you have to go back in the story? The <laughs> movie supposed to go <laughs> progress. To go progress, forward, yeah. you know. Eh? So I feel probably yeah, right now it does. It's, it's a bit, it's a bit underdeveloped. But if there's someone who can actually find a way to incorporate that mm. into a film, mm. and actually it helps to, it aids the film's narrative. Mm. I feel it actually appeal to very many people in Uganda. Great. Yeah. Anyway, back to the funny moments. Yeah, very. One many thing that of one them. one of the thing that made me not want to watch the YouTube version that's translated to English mm. is it's in the in the beginning like there's this scene where the Luganda guy he he goes all out mm. in the in the in the mm. Luganda translation. There's a part where he's busy narrating the movie then he randomly there's this opening credits mm. and then there's the graphic designer mm. then he says the graphic mm. designer's name you're like hey the guy that, is not going on with which the which is extremely again again another thing announcing the graphic designer's name like this one made the graphic design you're like dude we're not carrying on with the film yet yeah. stuff is going on in the film yeah, then the moment that real sealed it for me was one of the opening scenes where there's a lady dancing yeah. she goes and in she's doing bar, live yeah. yeah karaoke that guy went on and on <laughs> akola live music <laughs> you know he makes it seem like this is the first person to ever do live music in the world yeah. his enthusiasm is too much and in the in the t- translated english version he just says it once Yeah. He says it funny, but he says it once. In the Luganda part, he goes on and on and on because yeah. the chick is dancing and dancing, and he goes on and on and on describing it. I'm like, there's no way yeah. I'm not watching. Because that. again, another He's thing is so it, hilarious. Another thing is again, you know, there's this whole you understand metafiction. Like mm-hmm. movies usually that draw back on themselves as movies themselves. Like say a movie like Bad, okay, a movie like Badman mm. is about guys trying to organize this play, you know, all that. Now I feel even this so calls back, like it's, it's a very weird, I don't know if I should call it in a primitive form of metafiction, <laughs> you know, eh? whereby this, it's a movie, but mm. again, it highlights itself that this is, you guys are in for a treat. This is a movie. I see the baby singing, all that stuff. Mm. So I feel that was also pretty cool. Like there's that metafictive element to what in, in it. Mm. That isn't in every other African film. Either they're very artsy, or they are very Nigeria. You know, Nigeria kind. For everything. Yeah. So now I feel like this movie also covered its own kind of small niche for guys going to translated films, and again you have a story that actually works with the translation because it's again the movie doesn't take itself seriously at all. At all. Yeah. So at now. At any point. So now the narration also itself you can't really for the narration. For not so not being too serious of like only hinting at what they're I saying like or the what they are. Wasn't yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's really really funny. 
But also one of the things back to what might have must have caught the international whole thing yeah. is its backstory as the film, like what led it to be what yeah. it is. The yeah. whole Ugandan people down in the ghetto. Yes. Then the guy, this was his own thing. He even keeps saying how he didn't think anyone would ever watch we'll his watch film, and now he film. has like eight films. Yes. He has so much going yes. on for him now. I hope he keeps being popular. And right now, they're so very, popular. Which is very exemplary. People are almost even paying to be in yeah. his films because he's that big. And his DVD sell yeah. and everything. He's such a big deal. We've seen this whole thing of, of like, like a Ugandan filming industry, how they call them downtown. Yeah, downtown is uptown. uptown yes. So there's like downtown versus uptown. Town, yes. Man, those are things going on in our industry. That's why downtown is the poor Wakaliwood types. These guys are making money. They're making their uh, money through their ludicrous really stuff. Then uptown guys want to make this very artsy stuff for festivals and they don't make a cent out of it. Unless they win award money maybe at... Awesome. NGO yeah. money. Something. I don't know why I keep saying that. But <laughs> <laughs> Nothing going on. Money. <laughs> That's so mean. That's no. so mean. <laughs> do they do anything? That is very mean. They, they tell a, a, an important story. Let me be on their side. Hey, Bambi. <laughs> yeah, nothing going on. <laughs> That's very mean. Mm. <laughs> anyway, mm. well, I have to ask you one of the things in the plot that I actually did not understand. Uh-huh. There's this part where a chick's food gets robbed. Do you ah. remember? I really don't understand where her food was robbed. I don't know why it was even important to that's, the story, but the chick's food gets that's, robbed that's and another... she gets like 20 minute screen time. I know. I know. <laughs> where she's calling the soldier, Sirukali, something like that. I know. What? Yes, I know. I waited this for movie... the chick to come back. Eh? No, this Nothing. movie. This movie has so many fails, so many fails on so many levels. But again, personally, it succeeds on so many others that probably people won't really pay attention to. But story-wise, that, that chick's there, food killed me. I really I didn't now, understand why her story I was I think there. now they're trying to, as I was saying, genres, they're trying to bring in so many things. Eh? Try to even now bring in comedy. Which is something very relatable to average Ugandan. You know, because food gets stolen all the time. <laughs> It was that recently, can't be the know. reason no, really. No, yeah. but I think it, it pays. Like as in, I'm sure a person who is watching, like, even if I watch this comedy night things, like okay, comedy stuff in Uganda, mm-hmm. like the people who are actually popular, like leave this Daniel Mara guys are the guys who make comedy out of the most, you know, the most basic and everyday relatable thing. It's like and can see me. Mm-hmm. She'll make a joke about a side chick. Like how her, her, her skit will all be about a side chick. So I feel if I try to get comedy out of something that people in the because this, because no, be no, because again as happens, a, eh? no, because again as you are saying, no, it happens. Because mm. food gets stolen. Like, <laughs> like on Christmas, part cooking, mm. then they go, you go inside the house, you come back, someone has taken like your also span of chicken. That stuff happens that everywhere. Stuff happens do you everywhere. Know, do you know what has so been so relatable? And the humor can be got out of it so easy. Like even the most unhumorous <sighs> person can at least say, like, this is. There's something comedic and relatable in this. You've made me understand. Yeah. You know, I've, I've told you I've been watching Malcolm X, yeah. and in the beginning, there's this scene where they 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 relax his hair. Yeah. And it hurts. Yeah. I loved that yeah. scene because that <laughs> yeah, shit hurts. Yeah. And it was That's so. Is it important? No. no but, but then they put the scene. It's about the so people. relatable yeah. yes. that exactly. hair relaxation actually exactly. hurts. So it's like no, but in terms no of in, in, terms, plot, of, in, in terms of narrative related. and plot. No relevance. no relevance, but in depicting a society like it, a Uganda, it, it, it so brings true. it out so well. That movie is good, yeah. good movie mm. for sure. <laughs> yeah, I had to tell you 
while I was watching this film, when I, I got done with it, do you know one of the feelings I had? Mm-hmm. I can't believe I've finished this movie. Do you know the last mm-hmm. time I felt that way? Mm-hmm. 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> that was the last time. You know, I can't believe I sat through those 20 mm-hmm. minutes of those chimpanzees doing whatever they were doing. And I watched. You watched you, they, to the end. He takes his time on those space scenes. Yeah. I watched that, those that, three that dancing hours. Dancing around this big black I block. I watched. When I finished, I'm like, I can't believe I have finished this That's movie. That's the same thing. It's the exact same way I felt about finish this film. Worth it. Very much worth it. Same as. Do you know my next one? Which one? Doctor Zhivago. Ah. That's my next mission. Three hours though. That's why yep. I watched it here. That I'm is waiting. exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Like the day I watched that yeah. movie and finish it, yeah. I'll say. I can't believe yes, I've so finished this movie. movie. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm happy we've done this. Yes, uh, another thing I want to point out though uh-huh. will be, as I've pointed out, there are a lot of things filmmakers could take out of this movie, Who Killed Captain Alex, but uh-huh. there are things I'll advise them what? never, <laughs> never to, do. <laughs> to do, like Man, at all. Those green scene scenes, what? The props. <laughs> Like, what the fuck was up with with those guns? <laughs> those guns looked like bars of soap <laughs> piled on top of each other. Like, it's if you're going to use props... they made their own props, Mina. Yeah, I know, I know. And they're using very low budgets. But I don't know, it should be in the production. Like, I know film is, is not cheap. Like, making a movie is not cheap at all. Like, just getting a scene could cost you a million. Like, yeah. a, a scene in a restaurant for a day. A million in Uganda here. So I feel, yeah, obviously they have to make do with what they have and all that. But... To make a movie even more cinematic and believable, the props have to be on point. <laughs> like, I have to see a gun and I'm like, this is actually this is a gun, gun which can kill a person, not these other things where it looks weird. Another thing was the dialogue. Because I think this guy, he has watched so many of those Hong Kong movies, those action films, Commando, Schwarzenegger, all that. So he, he used a very cliche dialogue in most of the scenes yeah like this guy is asking for his brother he's killing a person like you know there's, there's, there's no, shoots, yes shoots yes people. yes you, you know you know like reason. there's no complexity to it yeah. like there's no twist to make it better so i feel like the dialogue you know people watch a lot of movies and but tempted to add like what they what they watch in movies into their own mm. but whatever you borrow please try and twist it like you know please try <laughs> don't and change just it copy don't just and copy and paste directly. everything in the ugandan <laughs> format now eh? Nothing acting. Like yes, there are particular archetypes. Those people look in the screen sometimes. Yes, right? you know there are particular archetypes whereby you know there's a mafia boss and mafia boss should act a particular way. Then the hero should be like a martial arts hero who is training. Should be a, then this damsel in distress. I feel like for you to make anything that's not a derivative of just Hollywood movies. Mm. You have to find a way to twist it and bring it to a Ugandan. Okay, so if 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 if, 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 if it's like a Ugandan movie, it should be to set to a Ugandan level, whereby see the mafia boss actually behaves like a Ugandan. You'd know, eh? not some guy who's just like a raging psychopath <laughs> killing reporters. Like who kills reporters in Uganda? Several <laughs> would be on your case. Reporter scene was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious, but several would be on your case. Like they have to, you have to make people believe what they're watching. Another thing, okay, there are two, two last things. The rhythm, as we've already said, the movie was all over the place. All over. Like a movie it should have. So bad. No, no, it no. It had a tone. It had a tone, but the movie should have like a definite beginning. And then what progresses? You can't have a martial arts sequence. Then they're stealing some woman's food. You see, there's that. This, then that damsel in distress. Then the damsel who's there, the man is roasting fish. And, <laughs> 
you know there's that I, whole but I like that picture anyway, scene that was dope May I like that guy I liked all his scenes <laughs> he's my favorite character yeah, made him such a badass but such I actually badass. don't remember how he ended up yeah <laughs> but then another thing was the visual effects like visual effects <sighs> The bullets, the blood, the explosions, Those blowing bumping up buildings, into the scenes, the helicopter itself. Make it better if you can. Like, if you can. Like, I know, these guys made stuff out of passion, out of what they had. But if you actually want to reach, like, this Nawana guy, his actual aim should be like, even if he made the same movie, okay, not the exact same movie, with better narrative, but with the same exact action sequences, but shot better. I suspect and they use better. And I feel this guy, if like actually give him, cause he's he's, I don't think he has had like film education. Everything he knows, definitely not. Is what every inspiration from what yes, he has watched. What he has watched. So if like you give him a good script, a very good script that is solid, with some, with a decent budget, well, by you know he can super. pull off, he can do something much more entertaining than I would say most of this point the UCC festival are doing. Why to be honest, no, because because I feel this movie is a despite all its flaws and actually it shows where we are this movie might be the greatest Uganda movie ever made like ca- can you argue against that you're over talking big no can <laughs> you no can you no mention one movie better than this one <laughs> one Ugandan movie you can't mention like that's the truth like that's a sad truth I really think it's the most popular is no. it the best no it's the Damn. best it's the best Cow? it's the best because you can because you can make you can make hostel okay a series about teens their hostel and won't be believable, but this guy is actually sold the audience on what Bala, they were Bala doing. Sese is a good movie. Bala Sese is corny, in my opinion. We have to review that. Yes, we should. We should do be the next one. Okay. Yeah, but I feel this movie. There's a lot to learn from it, both on the positives you and the negatives. Who, who, kill, who killed Captain Alex? Corny. Hmm? You could call it corny too. Because this is a lot of. No, my feel this. No, my feel is really meta. No, I feel it's really meta. Meta? It's just this movie is meta. It's like the, it's the ultimate. Meta. No, it's the ultimate blend of everything this director has seen, and he has put in his movies. I don't think I can get any more meta than that. I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Kali, it's been fun doing this. Uh, you've been listening to Cinema Red Pill. Do you have more to say? Nope. Okay. I'm Sharon. And I'm Timothy. Um, if you agree or disagree with our views, uh, email me at Sharon at cinemaredpill.com. That's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>